expect to be more flexible, more adaptable than ever in how you think, work, and how you approach situations. Be ready to learn anew. In this episode of the Diaspora Her podcast, we speak to Frances Nana Ofosoma. Achomi Frances Nana Ofosoma. Means Mi Nana. My name is Frances Nana Ofosoma. Make you call me Nana. Afremi Nana. Yefremi Nana. Nana Jiswa. Je m'appelle Nana. Ich heiße Nana. Languages that I've learned at some point in my existence. Some I remember, some I forgot, some are rusty. Originally from Ghana, currently in New Jersey in the New York metro area. African women in the diaspora must be amplified. African women in the diaspora often do not get the support and recognition they deserve, at least in the way that some might expect. As an African woman in the diaspora living outside your home country, even when on the continent, could sometimes mean that you're caught living between two different worlds. Now, both of these worlds may not always understand you. Fitting into your home culture may get complex and may not be as what it was in the past. And fitting into your adopted current home country, well, that can also be very tricky. It is because of this dichotomy that it becomes critical to amplify the voices of African women in the diaspora in both spaces, in both homes, as a way to own our narrative and to assure that others living in multiple homes in these multiple realities know that they're not alone. As the world becomes more interconnected, African women in the diaspora are a critical bridge between their homes. They are also often the keepers of many traditions in the adopted home for the next generation. There is a wealth of experience and wisdom within the diasporan community, and these stories provide another view of the chronicles of African women globally and historically. These unique voices, these unique stories must be told authentically. From engineering to business to technology to education, with personal interests in the visual arts and research, I've had a circuitous career which continues to evolve. In thinking about how one reinvents oneself or career, especially in the middle of the global shifts of this COVID-19 pandemic, one question to ask is how do we prepare for a future we really do not understand? As an African woman in the diaspora, I dare say that you have one critical asset, adaptability, that no one can say you do not have. Leverage it and amplify it. Adaptability will become even that much more critical from my perspective in a post-COVID-19 world. Adaptability and not being afraid to be open to learn anew will carry you through the years. Remember that there is only one unique you on this planet. Yes, it is hard to, sometimes hard to understand why this is important as for many African cultures, the individual is not an individual except as part of a community first and then the individual arises. But it's still important to recognize that you are unique. There are traits about you that are are peculiar to you. How you see the world, how you present yourself in the world, how you prefer to operate in the world. It is important to understand this as this makes up the essence of you. To further one's life work, one must understand the essence of self. Who are you? What do you enjoy doing? What do you like to think about? What are your skills? What type of knowledge do you acquire or like to acquire? 
What is your disposition to your life's work and those around you? How do you like to work with people around you? You must look for these strands within your life's work. For example, are you a strong project manager, a writer, a communicator, community builder, great with numbers, creative thinker, experienced designer, operational? Do you care about customer service? Do you enjoy using technology? Not just using technology, actually, but actually solving problems with technology in mind. Hone in on those strands that run through your being and your doing and build on them. Some say work on your gaps. That's fair. I say work on your strengths first and partner with those whose strengths complement your gaps as you work on your gaps. Start to see how your knowledge, skills, and dispositions can be leveraged for the next level of your path, whether you're staying in the same field or making a shift. What is needed for that next level and what do you bring to the table? There are certainly lots of resources these days to help you build new skills. For example, I remember being out of the office for quite some time and returning to be to find out that because of an organizational change, my role was changing. Now, some were upset about the organizational change and, and wanted to stay where they were, but I decided that my team needed to forge ahead. Our role was changing and we needed to pull ourselves together. With pulling my understanding of technology, customer service and support, strategic planning, mindset, my curiosity about how things work in general, I forged into this new endeavor in the education space. The question became for us, who were our customers? And at that time, it was the parents and the community within our schools. So the focus was on what do they need and how do we support them? not only about their child's education, but what other resources do our families need. Within a few months, it was clear that my team had charted new territory and was having a positive impact, simply by leveraging the various strands through our experiences collectively. For those starting their careers, or those who are early on, there comes a time where you may become a leader and choose to become a leader. Now, leaders don't necessarily have to be the boss. Leaders sit in different seats. What I would ask is that you think about how you work with people. I remember being in a situation when I actually first became a manager, where those who trained me were actually people are now on my team that I was leading. It could have been uncomfortable, but it was recognized that is how we had worked together prior made it easier for us to kind of forge ahead because we were being authentic with each other and knew what the work was and knew we had to focus. In the famous words of Maya Angelou, people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you make them feel. Think about that as you walk through your life's work. And remember, there is politics everywhere. It took me a long time to accept this. We often shy away from politics, but note that anytime you're vying for resources and promoting your self-interest or the, even the interests of your team, when resources are scarce, you're paying politics. Embrace it. It's okay. In the year 2020, which I've been calling 2020 vision, 2020 vision will, will arise. The light and dark of humanity will be exposed from my perspective in a new way. Be aware. 
As humanity traverses the sadness and intricacies of the COVID-19 pandemic, it's becoming clear. Some of the systems and structures humanity has established may crumble, or in the very least, they will not look or feel the same. We have entered an experience age, and we need to be conscious of that. Expect to be more flexible, more adaptable than ever in how you think, work, and how you approach situations. Be ready to learn anew. If you want to make a shift to reinvent yourself, take a bold step. If you can, talk to as many people as you can. Find those who have done what you've done and reach out. People are very gracious with their time. Trust that the door will open and it will at the right time, even in these difficult times. One thing an old mentor told me was that wherever you go, act like an anthropologist, even in this remote virtual environment we are in. Understand the culture of an organization. Even if you're an entrepreneur or the boss, remember, think about what culture you want to build. I urge everyone to think about culture before you jump head first, first into any situation. Even if you want to be in a highly sought after organization, remember not every culture suits everyone. Wherever you go, whatever path you take, whether it's a new path or path further down your current path, I urge you to take a step back and think about how the shifts in 2020 will affect the space you're in and the space you're trying to go into, and then start preparing for the new now. Do not wait for it to come first. Continue to adapt. It is difficult to amplify one person, one African woman. But I'd like to start by amplifying my mother, who, because of her tenacity and grace and how she shifted with the times and her steadfast leadership, we all became better. I also cannot amplify my mother without also amplifying my father, also for his leadership and grace, who also supported this girl child to wield a hammer whenever I wanted to as a child and look through this telescope over the night skies of Accra opening up a whole new world to us just because I was interested in how things work. I amplify them both, as well as my siblings. We won't be where we are without them. But we all wouldn't be where we are without our ancestors, my grandmothers and grandfathers, and those who came before them. And I really want to amplify those who said that the female children in the family needed to be educated. We won't be where we are today without our ancestors. I amplify them too. The Diaspora podcast celebrates the unfiltered journeys of African women across the diaspora and continent by African women for African women. These women are seasoned Wonder Women and Afri Women millennials who are endeavoring in philanthropic efforts through their various spheres of influence. The Diaspora podcast is produced by Women Change Africa Creatives Media and Antumpan Media.